So the first one is this, they lack empathy. Um, and what this can look like is kind of listening without listening. <laughs> I'm going to throw myself under the bus. Um, this, what this would look like is when my first wife, oh my God, I'm having what I call a shame burp to have to admit this, but we, our relationship was rocky throughout. And, um, the best I could do back then was I couldn't stand up for myself. And so I learned to just shut up and be quiet and not pay attention. Well, that looks like not no empathy and a perfect example of that. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Was the day she told me she was pregnant with our first child. And I was sitting at the breakfast table reading the paper and I heard her say something and I didn't respond. And then she yells, did you hear me? And I'm like, yeah, you know, of course. I acted like a child saying, yeah, I heard you, dad. Um, she goes, so what did I say? And of course I didn't know. And she, this was one of, I think this was the second time the abuse started. She came over and just wham just hit me across the head and goes, I told you I'm pregnant. Now, while in that moment, I wasn't empathetic, I wasn't listening, is that who I am? No, I had a moment of it. But a true narcissist, that is consistent. They, they're never listening. And even if they are, they may feign empathy, but they're really not capable of it. They don't have remorse. Like you can see, I have remorse. I have shame over my perfect imperfection that I didn't know how to handle myself early on in the relationship. Um, I take ownership of it. I own that. I'm not condoning her abuse, but I'm leading with my imperfection. That's empathy. Um, it's also having empathy for her. Like think of her position. She's pregnant for the first time. That would be awful that your husband's more wrapped up in the newspaper than listening to you. Like, can you imagine her experience? That'd be heartbreaking, okay? And a narcissist isn't capable of that. Um, aspect number two of the narcissist is special treatment. So what you want to keep an eye out for is restaurants, taking the car in to get fixed, um, clothing stores, wherever it may be, are they constantly looking to be at the front of the line, get special treatment from the salespeople? You know, do they feel entitled to it? Um, if their water, you know, they said light ice and it's filled with ice, does that, you know, do they explode at that? You know, are they constantly looking to be elevated with a certain type of treatment? There's a difference between advocating your, for yourself and being entitled. Advocating for yourself is gathering information, asking politely. Entitlement is, no, you owe this to me, and I'm angry if I don't get it, all right? <clears throat> Number three, they're very grandiose, huge fantasies. Fantasies about their career, fantasies about what they want to achieve in life, about um, how capable they are at different things. There's a difference between knowing that you have a certain skill 
but not having the skill and believing you do have it or telling others that you're going to achieve it. That's grandiosity. It's, it's a level of reality beyond what is real. All right. So they're living here or their skill set is here, yet their ideas or the way they speak about things or their dreams about things are a complete fantasy. Reality and fantasy are separate from each other. All right. Number five, a parent's 